The latest Highmark Coaches Show is on the air right now on the Pittsburgh Penguins Radio Network. I am Josh Getzoff, joined as always by the head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins. That is Mike Sullivan. Coach, again, thanks as always for taking the time. Sure, Josh. It's my pleasure. Yeah, great to have you here. And a lot to talk about for you and your team. A lot of success here recently. Three wins in a row, uh, all in regulation to get you guys back into a playoff spot. But I first kind of wanted to look back with a little perspective here, because as I was getting ready for this show, it dawned on me that a year ago, you guys played your final game for the pause today against the New Jersey Devils. You beat the Devils. You and I did the Highmark Coaches Show the next day in Columbus. And then the following day, your game against the Blue Jackets was canceled and the whole world and the hockey world, of course, shut down uh, as a result. Um, Two parts, I guess. Is it weird to think that it's already been a year? uh, And what kind of perspective have you gained in that time? Well, it's crazy to think that uh, that we've been dealing with this for a, for a full year. You know, I, I don't think any one of us expected when we stopped playing last March that uh, that it was going to last this long. I certainly didn't, and uh, I, I can't speak for others, but but I, I would be willing to bet that most people wouldn't have thought that it would have lasted as long as it has. You know, I, I've been asked this question a lot uh, lately by by uh, the media, and you know, just being asked the question, you start to reflect on it a little bit. And and one of the things that that has just jumped out at me is just some of the things that we take for granted uh, that we don't anymore. You know, and uh, and and you gain an appreciation for, I, I guess, the little things in life that that mean a lot, whether it's your health or your family or you know, your teammates, uh, you know, the ability to go to work every day and do what you love to do uh, has has been a challenge in this in this last year. And I, I know it's not just us in our, in our own little world of hockey. It's I think everybody in the world is dealing with with uh, with this challenge. So I, I just think it uh, it makes you stop and gain an appreciation for the little things and uh and and I hope maybe when when the world gets by this, and let's hope it's sooner than later, that the silver lining is it all is is that we don't take some of the things for granted that maybe we have in the past, and we gain an appreciation and maybe a little bit more tolerance for one another. That's fair uh, point taken right there on your part. And I think when you when you look at this last year and you kind of bring it all full circle to where you guys are right now kind of playing off what you just said, you take the appreciation in the little things, which for you guys recently have been quite a few victories, uh, especially on this last homestand that you had, a five-game homestand. You win four out of five games, uh, win the last three, one against Philly, two in a row against the Rangers. Uh, What about your team as far as how they're playing right now gives you confidence that things are heading in the right direction, maybe aside from the obvious and seeing the results in your favor? Well, I think we've played a lot of good hockey as of late, and, and the players deserve a lot of credit for that. You know, they're the guys that are that are putting the effort in and making the sacrifices and paying attention to the details and making the commitment every night to uh, to give us the best opportunity to have success. You know, so, some nights it's you know, we've been winning uh, in better ways than others, but we're finding ways to win. This is a resilient group. We have great leadership. I think different guys are stepping up at key times that are helping us win, whether it's a game like uh, last night when uh, we get a big save from, or, or a number of big saves from Tristan Jari in the last two minutes of the game that that help us, uh, you know, maintain the two points in regulation. Or, you know, we've we've gotten big goals from from different players at key times. 
whether it be Geno's line or Sid's line and, and, or Teddy Bluger on the penalty kill, for example. And then there's been a lot of small plays that add up to, to winning. It's, uh, it's winning wall battles and gaining zones and a block shot or a one face off and things of that nature. It, it's a collective effort in the true sense of the word. And, and for me, that's, that's how you have consistent success in this league. That's how you become a team in the true sense of the word. And, and that's our goal here is to get better every day. We talk about it with our players daily. You know, our challenge to them from the first day of training camp was we got to get better quicker than our opponents in this, in this unique circumstance that we're in. And that's what we're trying to do. And you guys certainly have here in recent weeks and especially recent games. Penguins off to Western New York for a two-game road trip against the Sabres. They'll take that three-game winning streak into that matchup on Thursday night. And that is a trip they will begin in a playoff spot. On the Highmark Coaches Show right here on the Pittsburgh Penguins Radio Network. This is the Highmark Coaches Show right here on the Pittsburgh Penguins Radio Network. And the Penguins coming off a 4-2 victory against the New York Rangers last night. That gave them their third straight win all in regulation. And coach, when you and I do these shows, I often start with some of your offensive performers, guys maybe riding a point streak here and there, but I kind of want to change things a little bit this time and start with the guys between the pipes, specifically, obviously, Tristan Jari uh, and Casey DeSmith in recent games. I see the team success here, as I mentioned to you earlier, the three-game win streak, the four out of five, and I can't help but think it's not really a coincidence that the two of those guys have seen their games rise while the Penguins' team game has also risen as a result. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's an interesting phenomenon. You know, I, I, I think the goaltending position is arguably the most influential position in sports. You know, it's uh, we, we talk about a lot as a coaching staff. You know, that it's I think ours is the only sport we, when you can actually outplay a team and still lose. And uh, because that... That goaltender, it, it just has the ability to be a difference maker. And so, uh, you know, our guys have been really good for us as of late. They've made timely saves for us uh, that, that have given us an opportunity to, to find some success. And so, and I think when you get a timely save like that, I think it's helped the confidence of our goaltenders as individuals. It also helps the confidence of the group as a team. And, uh, and, and so I, I do think it's a little bit twofold. I think Tristan and Casey have played extremely well and have found their very best games. I also think we've done a better job for the most part in front of them and, and trying to defend hard and, and, and limit some of the, the higher quality chances or at least the quantity of, of, of them. But at the end of the day, there, you know, there's a lot of good teams in the league. There's a lot of good players in the league. And, and uh, they're trying to win too. And and when the, when when the players in front of our goalies haven't executed or or have broken down, or when our opponents have made a great play, which happens, uh, our goaltenders have been there to answer the call for us and make a big save. And that's a big part of us having some success here in the win call. Yeah, some massive saves, as you mentioned earlier in the show, from Tristan Jari last night in the uh, waning minutes of that win over the Rangers. Um, When it comes to Jari, he's won eight of his last 11, and you talk about that team defensive play. One thing you also talked about in training camp, kind of dialing it back a few months, was 
the defensive side of your game leading to more offense and, and hoping to get some contributions from the blue line. And I think it's fair to say that when you look at the last 10 games, that's been something that certainly jumped out. I mean, the Penguins have 13 goals from their defensemen this year. 10 of them have come in the last 10 contests. And again, maybe not a coincidence, you guys have won eight of those games overall. So uh, I guess my question for you is, what do you notice from your blue line that's kind of allowed them to have this uptick in the offensive production here over the last couple of weeks? Well, I just think they're taking what the games gives them. And, and that's, uh, that's what, what we preach to the guys all the time. You know, we sat as a coaching staff in the off season, we look at the league, we go through a due diligence process every off season and, and try to look at the league and look at our team and, and, uh, and, and ask ourselves the question, how can we get better? How can we improve? What can we learn from, you know, the best practices around the league or some of the success of, of, of the team that wins the Stanley Cup or the, the, the teams that are in the finals or, uh, you know, wh- whatever it may be. How do we get better? How do we grow? How do we improve? We ask ourselves that question every offseason. One of the things we talked about this past offseason was just five-man participation. When you look at the best teams in the league, their, their defensemen are involved in all three zones on both sides of the puck. And so we, we felt as though when we looked at our team game, we could get better, uh, specifically on the offensive side with, with our defensemen getting involved, that five man participation. And we tried to do a better job coaching it and looking at different strategies that we could, we could utilize these guys and get them involved. And so I, I think they've done a really good job at, at not being a high risk group, but just taking what the game gives them, joining the rush when they have the opportunity jumping into those windows of opportunity off the offensive blue line and, and just simply putting pucks in play, just putting pucks at the net, I think helps us generate offense. And so some of them are going in for them. Uh, you know, those guys that de- de- deserve uh, the, the credit uh, for uh, their performance and making good decisions and good reads. But, but that's certainly something that we've tried to get better at as a team from day one of training camp. Well, you mentioned a lot of traits of what you'd like to see from your defenseman right there, and I can't help but think that a lot of them embody who Brian Dumoulin is. And I'm curious for your perspective of getting him back in the lineup these last few games. He's got points in the last two, which I know is always a bonus when it comes to Dumoulin's overall game. But just maybe from the perspective of him stabilizing things on the blue line and providing that partner for Chris Letang and the trickle-down effect maybe that comes as a result of that, uh, how important has that been to see him back in your lineup on a nightly basis? Well, I think it's been real important. To, you know, he's a, he's a real important player for us for a lot of reasons. He's an emerging leader, first and foremost. He has a strong voice in the locker room. I think the players have a lot of respect for him. His coaching staff certainly does. You know, he's uh, he's he's a Stanley Cup champion multiple times. And, right. and so he's a guy that I think uh, is looked up to in the locker room from his leadership standpoint. He's a strong voice on the bench during the games. And then as far as the type of player that he is, I, I, I think he's, he's a bit of an unsung hero because he, he doesn't, he, some of the, the, the value that he brings to our team doesn't necessarily show up on the score sheet at the end of the night. And, and it's not always easy to quantify his contribution. He's positionally sound. He's a really good defending defenseman, but that's not all he is. He helps us w- with, uh, with outlet passes. He helps us get out of our end zone efficiently. And, and effectively, he joins the rush, uh, just presenting that four-man attack. He may not even touch the puck, but just being in, in the rush 
uh, sometimes can back a defense group off and allow our forwards to grab that blue line with possession and then do what they do best. So he keeps a lot of plays alive on the walls in the offensive zone. So there's so many ways that Dumo helps our team. And you mentioned that that he's been a great fit for Chris Letang as his partner. You know, he's he's a stabilizing force for Tanger, we think. It allows Tanger to do what he does best, and that's uh, that's be active in, in the offense, uh, off the rush and off that offensive blue line. So it, I, I could go on and on with, with Dumo's contribution to this group, but, but he's an important player for this team. Sometimes he gets unrecognized. Certainly uh, so on a lot of fronts for how important Brian Dumoulin is uh, to the Pittsburgh Penguins. In all, the Pens defensemen have seven different blue liners that have found the back of the net. That's tied with Washington and Columbus for most in the National Hockey League. Sabres up next for the Penguins. More conversation up next for us here on the Highmark Coaches Show on the Pittsburgh Penguins Radio Network. The Highmark Coaches Show on your radio dial alongside Pens head coach Mike Sullivan, who's with the Pens in Buffalo, New York, where they'll face the Sabres tomorrow night. I am Josh Getzoff, and uh, Coach, you've spoken on this show and in general about finding pairings for your forwards. And one pairing, of course, that always comes to mind, at least for me, is the the combination you found of Sidney Crosby and Jake Gensel. Uh, and you probably could say, based on the last couple of years, maybe Teddy Bluger and Brandon Tanev with them killing penalties together uh, as well at times. But it really seems like five on five. You found something with Evgeny Malkin and Kasperi Kapanen here, especially over these last few games they've played together. Uh, what have you made about the the chemistry that the two of them have formed here in recent contests? Well, we've been really encouraged with their play uh, as of late. They've uh, they've found some chemistry. You know, I think I, I think they they can be a real dangerous line off the rush, in particular. Gino's so dangerous off the rush with with his vision and his and his ability to uh, to make plays and he doesn't need a lot of time and space to do it and I think he's been able to utilize Cappy's speed and get him the puck in the, in the right situations which has allowed Cappy to do what he does best and I and and we think that's that's his his finishing ability he, he can score goals he's been really dynamic on breakaways he's got a knack for getting behind uh, defense cores at key times yeah. uh, and and Gino can get him the puck so they, they've established some chemistry. I think their their in their their zone game, their grind game is evolving. And when you look at that that shift at the end of the second period last night, it was it was close to a minute long with their offensive zone play and just the puck support and the movement and uh, and just the possession and the patience that they had. They they wore the the defense uh, the, the five defending players down, and Cappy was able to finish it off with the, with a real goal scorer's goal. So. We've been real encouraged with the with the chemistry they're developing. I think they like to play together, and uh, but that's certainly a line that uh, that that we've been very encouraged with uh, with the progress they've made, and and I, I think they they have the the potential to be a uh, a difference maker uh, consistently. And and when we have when we could get Sid's line going and Gino's line going. Uh, to the level that they're going right now, I think we're a lot more difficult to play against. And that chemistry that Gino and uh, Cappy have have started to develop here, we think is encouraging for more uh, pretty good hockey to come. 
Well, Kapanen now four points over his last two games. Gino with a couple multi-point efforts in a row. He's going to take a five-game point streak tomorrow night into Buffalo to take on the Sabres. Specifically with Gino, I think there's been a lot made of the start that he had to this season. More recently, everything's been going in the right direction for him. Is it as simple as Kasperi Kapanen being on his right side? Or have you, have you noticed a little bit more uh, within his overall game that's allowed him to take some strides forward? Oh, I think it's more than that, but I think certainly Cappy and the chemistry that he's developed with Gino has, has helped. They've helped one another for sure, but uh, I, I think it's a little bit more than that. I think Gino's worked extremely hard at his game since day one of training camp. Uh, you know, he he understands the the uh, the expectation that that we all have of Gino. He's he's been a generational talent for a decade plus. He's been one of the best players in the league for a decade plus, and so. Uh, and, and no one takes that responsibility more seriously than he does, and it, and it weighs on him when he's not able to, to help us uh, win games by generating offense and, uh, and playing the game that, that we all know he's capable of playing. So he's worked really hard at his game and just trying to play the right way, and, uh, and, and I think he's, he's starting to find it. it he's, an, he's an interesting player because as, as good as a player that he is, you know, he's he's a human being also. And when things don't go his way, sometimes his confidence gets down. He's hard on himself. And so when, when good things happen for him, I, I think Gino gets a surge of, of energy and a surge of confidence that help him moving forward. And I think some of the success that he's enjoyed here over the last few games uh, has been that, that energy boost for him and that confidence boost for him that he can build on moving forward. So uh, you know, it, it certainly it's it. Cappy has helped him in that regard, but uh, Gino's worked extremely hard to to try to improve his his overall game. And as we mentioned, the points have been there. Five game point streak now for Evgeny Malkin. And uh, a couple games ago, it was Jason Zucker that was up on his left wing. Then Jared McCann. Obviously, both those guys lost for injury. Zucker more longer term. McCann, uh, as you told us the other day, day to day and on the injured reserve for the Penguins at this moment. Um, Evan Rodriguez there last night against the New York Rangers. In general, I think it's fair to say that your your top nine forwards are pretty solidified. You know, obviously Rodriguez is in there with the guys that are absent, but he holds himself well in that kind of a role with those two guys in the top six. You have the Bluger line that's been extremely strong for you. When you get down to that fourth line, and I know you don't like when I number the lines for you, but when I should say when you get down to the line below the Teddy Bluger line in your depth chart, what more are you looking for from that group as you guys move forward? And I guess try to gain some traction at the bottom of your lineup to turn things back over to the guys at the top. Well, we're just looking we're, – we're looking for that line to have an impact on the game, a positive impact on the game. And uh, and the way they can do that is is by playing a sound, reliable, trustworthy game. And, and they can help us build momentum by establishing a forecheck. They can bring a physical dimension to our to our team by finishing checks and making it hard on our opponents' defensemen or uh, or their forwards. And and so there's there's a lot of different ways that that I think that line can help us become harder to play against and help us win games. And uh, and and then you know on occasion if they can chip in a goal offensively, then then it makes us that much more difficult to play against as well. But but there's a healthy competition going on amongst that, that group of four or five players uh, at the bottom end of our roster. Uh, and and, and that, we're hoping that that, that healthy competition is going to 
is going to push them all to be at their best. And, and we know they're capable of, of, of having a positive impact. We'd like to see it a little bit more consistently, and we're just trying to find the right combinations to, to help that along. Well, the Penguins still with plenty of balance on their score sheet. 13 different players with a point over the last two victories for Pittsburgh. And we're back to wind things down with head coach Mike Sullivan right here on the Highmark Coaches Show. Welcome back to the Highmark Coaches Show. Penguins hit the road for two in Buffalo against the Sabres. That begins Thursday night, 7 o'clock here on the Penguins Radio Network. Penguins are going to play the Sabres eight times over the next two months maybe a little bit less when you look at the calendar here before the end of the regular season. Uh, and coach, when you look at Buffalo as you come into this matchup with them, obviously, as I mentioned, first matchup with the Sabres this year, but a team that's reeling. They're at the bottom of your division. They just blew another lead the other night in Philadelphia and losing in a shootout. Uh, they're without Jack Eichel. I think a lot of things look like an avalanche is falling on them in the wrong direction. Um, but how do you keep your team focused on the task at hand and not necessarily overlook a team that's struggling right now and try to collect as many points as you can in the process? Well, I, I just think that every team in this league is a, is a good team. They have good players. They have a lot of pride. They have, they're well coached. And on any given night, Josh, any team can beat anyone. And, uh, and that's just the reality of the, of the league and how the game's being played today. And, you know, you look at the game Buffalo played against Philly the other night, uh, you know, they, they were in the lead for most of the game. They gave Philly a, a really tough, tough game. And, uh, and, and, you know, they didn't end up on, with the result, but, but they're a team that, uh, you know, on, on any given night, they, they can make it hard on their opponents. And so, you know, I, I think our players understand it. We'll certainly make them aware of it. Regardless of who our opponent is, we know that this is a hard league. And, and regardless of, of the night, it's going to be a tough game. We've got to embrace the hard. We've got to embrace the challenge. We've got to expect the hard. And as long as we, we bring our own intensity and we make sure that, that from the drop of the puck, we try to dictate the terms out there and we set the standard for the, the intensity in the game, then I think that gives us the best opportunity to be at our best. And the reality is, is in this unique circumstance with a condensed schedule and less games, uh, you know, we're in a fight here to establish ourselves in a playoff position. Every game is so critically important, and our players are well aware of it. You know, I, I think there's more standings watching this year than, than I've ever seen uh, because of the nature of the unique circumstance. Uh, so I, our players are well aware of the situation. We just got to make sure that uh, we control what we can, and that's our intensity, that's our effort, that's our execution. Again, that game comes your way, as every game does, on the Penguins Radio Network. You can catch all our coverage beginning at 6 p.m. Thursday night with Penguins Live pregame. And Phil Bork and I will have the call at 7 o'clock for the first of eight this year between the Pens and the Buffalo Sabres. Coach, always appreciate the time. Good luck against the Sabres and beyond, and we'll talk again in a couple of weeks. Thanks, Josh. Enjoyed it, uh, our time here together tonight. Always do. That is Penguins head coach Mike Sullivan. A big thanks to our executive producer Wayne Gretzky-Anderson and all of you out there tonight for tuning in. I'm Josh Getzoff, and this has been the Highmark Coaches Show on the Pittsburgh Penguins Radio Network. Good night, everybody.